Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to another episode of Editor's Note. I'm Jonathan Hassan, and joining me for today's episode is my dear colleague and friend, Yair Pinto. Yair, how about we open today's program with prayer and then dive into the long list of topics that we would like to discuss? Definitely. Avinu shebashamayim, toda lecha, toda lecha shata itanu, toda lecha shata shomer Israel. Our Father in Heaven, thank you for being with us. Thank you that you are... Savior, the guardian of our lives here in Israel and all over the world. Thank you for having a plan. We pray that you will bless this program, bless Jonathan, myself, the rest of the team, and all of our viewers back at home. Speak to us, speak to each and everyone's heart. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen, amen. Yeah, Jonathan, we have a lot of topics to discuss. This has been a very eventful time for Israel. So why don't you, you know, lead us in today's program? Indeed. Well, it's been a very challenging time, um, obviously, for various reasons uh, with regard to the Gaza Strip, with regard to Jerusalem, first and foremost, with regard to the clashes and riots mm-hmm. taking hold throughout Israel, uh, something that Israel didn't have to contend with since 2001, 2002, but in Israeli cities, in Israeli cities, uh, mixed cities where both Jews and Muslims usually live side by side yeah. and uh, relative peace and, and security. Both Israeli citizens, right? Not just, uh, you know, Palestinians. Israelis. Uh, so uh, the definition of Palestinian is always uh, misused by many people. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is wherever Israeli sovereignty has been asserted under Israeli law, Uh, the people living there received Israeli citizenship. Mm -hmm. So, except for Jerusalem, which is a... It's a totally different different story where they're only uh, resident. They received Toshvut, they're the residents of Jerusalem. And therefore, they're still classified as Palestinian, uh, as opposed to people who have Israeli citizenship and are from Arab origin, whether their families are originally from here or from outside of the Middle East, the moment they have Israeli citizenship, they, they're they classified as Israeli Arabs. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's beyond the physical, beyond everything, <clears throat> excuse me, that we're seeing uh, on the news, on TV7 Israel News, that we're discussing on Jerusalem Studio, including uh, over the weekend when we discussed uh, the various events at uh, Jerusalem Studio Special. Yes. Everything that we're seeing is um, triggered by spiritual events taking place. It's definitely a spiritual warfare because there's no explanation of why this thing happened. It's like nobody will benefit from this. Well, you know, geopolitics always plays a big role in everything. When... Uh, I analyze in order to be able to analyze for others. We first analyze for ourselves, mm-hmm. then we analyze with people within the know, then we're slowly, slowly broadening, and we start from the smallest actions taken on the ground, the the type of um, activities taking place on the ground, the the terminology used by the different factors, the the 
public opinion uh, that is playing within that. Uh, the uh, and then we slowly zoom out mm-hmm. to the different layers of each situation until we get to a point where we accumulate so much data with regard to specific events that we understand what was the interests. For instance, the conflict in Gaza, okay, it was a clear interest by Hamas, by Mm -hmm. uh, Hamas in particular, following the elections uh, that were canceled uh, for the Palestinian Authority uh, and Iran from all uh, players, which is the the one playing chess currently with Israel, uh, and not only with Israel, because uh, we we're pawns within the chess game between the United States and China, for that matter. Um, but we won't go to yeah, those yeah. <laughs> levels of uh, great power competition and those dimensions. Uh, there is a lot more playing behind the scenes, so the decision making, everything. It, it's so broad. It's so comprehensive that uh, unless you are within the know, unless you live uh, within certain circles, it's very difficult to really comprehend all the various levels and bring everything, even though the more you know, the more things are in context of, okay, I understand. Uh, I understand why Iran is angry with Hamas for escalating the situation. Yes. uh, Because they wanted the Islamist organizations in Gaza to be uh, trigger-wary, if you will, uh, for a coordinated attack on Israel from the north, which is... With Hezbollah. With Hezbollah, with uh, the various organizations that the Iranians are trying to entrench in Syria, yes. <coughs> with the organizations Hashtishabi, Qatar, Hezbollah, Shreda, and all those various organizations in Iraq, with the Houthi militia in uh, Yemen. Yemen. I mean... The Houthi militia in Yemen, their official slogan is death to America, death to Israel, uh, damn the Jews, and victory for Islam. Wow. The organization, the elite organization, revolutionary organization of this uh, Islamic Revolutionary Guards of the Ayatollah regime is called uh, Al-Quds Brigades. Uh, Al-Quds is the Arab term for the holy city in the east in reference to Jerusalem. So everything that is coordinated, all the titles given, are very specifically uh, uh, designated, very thoughtful, and the weapons used are also signals. Uh, And even though it's heartbreaking to see the death of innocent civilians in Israel, mm-hmm. uh, even of innocent civilians in Gaza. By the way, most of the civilians in Gaza killed were by Palestinian rocket fire that failed to penetrate Israeli territory. So wow. they actually crashed on on civilian populations in Gaza, um, claiming lives of children, of, of families that have nothing to do with this conflict. And in many cases... They don't even like those Hamas leaders who who impose their will on them. Well, they don't have a choice. They do not have a choice, no. And, and unfortunately, things have gone out of hand. But we are blessed, Yair, to know that we have a God who takes care of us, mm-hmm. who, who protects us, and not one hair will fall off of our heads. 
how does it say a thousand on your right may fall and ten thousand on your left, but without God, uh, with, uh, without God's will, nothing is going to happen to you. I, I mean, God is in control. Yes, and he will not let, them, as you said, one hair of our hair fall without his say-so. Absolutely, absolutely. And before we continue, how about we dive into the Word of God, which mm-hmm. is such a blessing to have during times that are so challenging um, on so many levels. And let's start with Psalm 121. Uh, if you at home would like to join us, Psalm 121. I will start by reading in Hebrew, and then right. follow in English, okay? Very good. Okay, so Teilim is more Kuf Kaf Aleph. Shir la Maalot, Esa enai el haarim, Meain yavo ezri. Ezri meim Adonai, Ose shamaim vaaretz. Ali ten lemot raglecha, Al yanum shomrecha. Hine lo yanum velo ishan shomer Israel. Adonai shomrecha, Adonai tzilcha. על יד ימיניך. יומם השמש לא יקקה ויארח בלילה. אדוני ישמרך מכל רע, ישמור את נפשך. אדוני ישמור צאתך ובואך מעתה ועד עולם. אמן ואמן. A song of ascents. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in. From this time forth, and even forevermore. Amen. 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 And let's continue as, as obviously the clash has erupted uh, initially in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And Jerusalem is, as the Word of God proclaims on, on multiple occasions, uh, the apple of God's eye. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, the enemy also has his eyes on Jerusalem. It is a spiritual battle mm-hmm. over Jerusalem. So how about you read in Hebrew Psalm 122? Yes. So this is Teilim Kuf Kaf Bet. Shir HaMa'alot LeDavid. Samachti ba'omrim li, Bet Adonai Nelech. Omdot hayu raglenu b'sha'araich Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim, habnuya ke'ir shechubra la'yachdav. Shesham alu shvatim, shivte ya, edut le'israel, להודות לשם אדוני, כי שמה ישבו כיסאות למשפט, כיסאות לבית דוד. שאלו שלום ירושלים, ישאלויו אהובייך, אוהבייך. יהי שלום בחילייך, שלווה בארמונותייך. למען אחי ורעי, אדברה נא שלום בך, למען בית אדוני אלוהינו, אבקשה טוב לך. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together, where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, 
to the testimony of Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For thrones are set there for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they who pros- uh, may they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I will now say, Peace be within you. Because of the house of the Lord, our God, I will seek your good. Now, as I always say, the the most important thing is to ask God for peace. Mm-hmm. And when you ask God for peace, ask it both for the physical and the spiritual. Yes. And there is no peace without the Prince of Peace. Who is Yeshua, our Messiah. Who is Jesus Christ, our Messiah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan, I would like to ask, as someone who served in the IDF and been in uh, like conflict situations of under fire in various wars and also as a teenager growing up here, what can you tell us about the, the feelings and how being a believer, you know, helped you during these times? Indeed. Well, uh, during, uh, well, being a teenager, it's, it's very different than being in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived in a time when suicide bombings were a common occurrence. Uh, growing up here in Jerusalem, uh, both of us knowing each other from years and years out, um, it, it was a sad experience in retrospect. During that time, you don't really realize uh, to what degree it impacts. Mm-hmm. Um, walking into a bus, you know, the, the, the coin has dropped for me personally. When uh, we moved for several years to the Netherlands, mm-hmm. uh, I'm also Dutch um, uh, from Dutch family lines. And... Every time I used to go into the tram, which is the, the electric rail, I used the first thing that I used to do is to go from the beginning to the end to look if bombs were in the seats. Something we did in Israel as yeah, automatically. teenagers automatically growing up and always paying attention to who's around you. Who's going on the what bus. What is happening, yeah. yeah. And... Um, is he dressed with the coats in the summer or all these things? There were a lot of yeah. signs and tells that you wanted to to realize. And uh, I know one of my sisters, uh, and I've said this story uh, before, um, she knocked on the door and, and actually missed that bus, wow. uh, which drove off and then exploded. You know, so growing up in such an environment where a girl in my class lost both her uh, arms and feet uh, because of an explosion or another one was killed or you you grow up in a very challenging environment mm-hmm. uh, where we as sabras the ones who were born here and grew up here uh, even though tender at heart were we became very spiky on the surface mm-hmm. And heading into the, the military and, and serving uh, wherever I, I served, and, um, it, it brings you into circumstances 
of awakening. I remember receiving many messages as your mother prayed for you. We all have the people praying for us. Um, in which, yes, we, we are under fire. You were in a tank uh, platoon. You, you saw um, conflict yourself from a distance. We, uh, in my unit, saw the white in the eye of the enemy, as yes. we call it. But ultimately, uh, what starts with hatred, and uh, you have a certain hatred for the enemy to be able to function, uh, within certain environments, um, you learn quickly. And I was very blessed with commanders uh, who were more of philosophers and intellectuals in, in certain degrees um, who teach you to respect the enemy, mm -hmm. to understand the enemy, to understand where it comes from. It doesn't let down from the way you conduct your activities, but it grants you the edge over the other side to know how to operate uh, the way of thinking of the other side and tactically speaking you learn that there are certain reason for behavior which make them more predictable yeah you try to think like are. them absolutely so yeah you learn also uh, to respect your surrounding uh, a lot more and um, for me personally it, it, it was quite intriguing because um, I cannot uh, divulge the story uh, to, to the whole story, but uh, in specific circumstances, my faith was challenged to the point where I realized that uh, God was taking care of me, mm -hmm. physically speaking. Um, and he, he brought me to a point where I realized, okay, I, I want to serve you, Lord. Because not only because you're taking care of me, because I know that you're truth and you're alive. And that's the only way mm -hmm. to bring about peace to this region. And, um, of course, it's very different now with rockets being fired, uh, dropped on, you know, uh, we're talking about a week or two weeks where the international media... Uh, suddenly highlights to everyone about the, the current situation. But in fact, we're talking about years in which children are forced to live in bomb shelters. Yeah, all, or, like all the kindergartens in, in the Gaza periphery are basically bomb shelters. Yeah, yeah. And all the houses in Israel now, the new houses that are built, one room is a bomb shelter. Most houses, well, even not most houses. Uh, it's yeah, no, about 50%. The, the, newer the newer buildings, all of them yes. have bomb shelters. That's correct. <laughs> Unfortunately, the older ones not. Yes. And um, the, the significant damage being done is to the older buildings, yes. which uh, collapse, uh, collapse and, and cause <clears throat> terrible devastation. But at the same time, um, knowing the consequences of war, understanding the consequences of war, and at the same time, um, understanding also the geopolitical play uh, behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, what is uh, happening, the maneuvers that are occurring, um, the, the situation vis-a-vis -vis the Gaza Strip uh, was expected. And uh, it was... Uh, needed in order to prepare for the day where a northern 
front occurs, which is if, if Hamas uh, and the Islamic Jihad and the various Salafist organizations uh, working with them fired about 1,700, even 1,800 rockets towards Israel, uh, it's nothing compared to the hundreds of thousands of rockets that are being uh, prepared for a confrontation in the future from the north. Yeah, and they have better technology. They right? have better technology. They have uh, some quantities of precision-guided munitions. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of them are still statistical, so the difference between precision and statistical is a, a ratio of 10 meters uh, for precision-guided uh, missiles where you can target, yeah. as opposed to Statistical missiles, which is about one kilometer or uh, 0.7 miles, about... So basically, you just shoot a lot at that direction and hope that some will hit. Correct, correct. So uh, there are different things pertaining to that that need to always to be in the mind that even if there is right now a conflict in Gaza, uh, as devastating as it might sound, the, the number of um, achievements the Islamist organizations in the Gulf of Strip achieved mm-hmm. uh, was close to none. And they were awoken to a reality in which Israel destroyed over 1,000 military installations, wow. uh, assassinating the whole staff or, or um, their general staff of the Hamas organization and mm-hmm. Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Iran was angry with them for doing it now because if they would have done it together with Hezbollah at a time when Iran dis- deems it fit to do so, that would have caused Israel much more devastation with the same quantity being used uh, yeah, in this scenario. Because it would have been very hard to defend both uh, Absolutely. the north and Gaza. Absolutely. So praise God that uh, um, some people um, who are... Uh, led by anger and and hate, uh, triggered by spiritual, um, mm-hmm. I, I believe you know demons and and uh, things that trigger them to do whatever they're doing, uh, that they're not slow to anger and that they don't always act rationally yeah. and don't always look at the big picture. So, uh, with that being said, we do pray for peace mm-hmm. and we should also pray for our enemies. Yeah, I have, we have viewers back at home that, you know, want to do something for us here. Mm. What is your recommendation and what um, you encourage them to do now in this situation? In this situation, uh, first of all, pray for us uh, for protection. Pray for uh, the people of Israel, but also pray for our enemies, for their salvation. If uh, a Hamas terrorist comes to know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they will start to love and bless Israel. They, they will change. They will change. And, and uh, it doesn't necessarily take a donkey to, to force uh, their, their uh, masters to do that. Uh, we can do that, and we have the power of Christ um, by calling on God for his redemption. It's for those very hard. People. It's very hard to pray for, for our enemies Correct. But, uh, you know, God is telling us that we should do so. Maybe you would like to read that in Matthew. We don't have enough time to read this, unfortunately. But I, I'd like to encourage mm-hmm. you at home. Read Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 to 48, mm-hmm. um, where it speaks about uh, 
the importance of loving our enemies, even if they don't deserve it, uh, praying for them and interceding for their salvation, because only by means of the Prince of Peace, only by the power of the Prince of Peace, can true peace emerge. Mm -hmm. um, and with that being said, uh, I'd like also to encourage you at home, if uh, I may hear, it, it's very important to understand that uh, the costs attached to our operations are high. Uh, we thank you for your support, also partnership with TV7 on a monthly basis. Many people mm -hmm. have partnered with us, as you know, on a monthly basis to allow for all of those things that we do from here mm -hmm. uh, to occur because it costs money. And we are 100% donation-based. Uh, therefore, if we don't get the donations, if we don't get the support, we can do what we're doing here. So um, we thank you, really, uh, from the bottom of our hearts. And we praise God for providing uh, because I believe that God leads and guides uh, each and one, every one of uh, those who... who uh, decided to do so. Mm -hmm. um, but before we end the program today, I'd like to raise uh, a brother in Christ uh, named Jose de Vera and his wife, Mylene. Mylene um, has been sick for a long time with uh, um, cancer. And uh, we've been praying here in TV7 for her for quite mm -hmm. some time now. And uh, we just heard that uh, she has been transferred to a hospice. Um, and we would like to encourage you to join us in prayer for Jose and Marlene, uh, Mylene, sorry, um, for a miracle and for the, that the will of the Lord will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. um, because our Heavenly Father is our healer of our souls, of our hearts, of our physical being. And he's the only one worthy to be praised. So how about we close in prayer also for Jose and also for the current situation. Join us together and uh, may the Lord truly bring about change. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity to be here together, you and I, together with our viewers, in lifting up the situation to you. We would like to uh, start by actually praying for Jose and Mylene. Mm -hmm. Be with them. Touch Mylene and, and Jose that uh, you will truly intervene in their lives. And, and Lord, that your name will be lifted through your actions in this circumstance. Lord, I pray also for the situation here in Israel. Father, uh, during those times of conflict where truth is being demolished in so many ways, Father, I pray that your truth will emerge. Protect the, the residents of Israel. We pray for your peace to emerge. Also for the innocent residents of Gaza who do not want to be subjugated to this situation, as well as for our enemies, Lord. We pray that you will unveil yourself to them and that they may alter their course of action. Father, we pray that uh, you will grant all of us patience and fortitude and that 
whatever happens on earth, it will be done as your will in heaven. In accordance with your will, in accordance with your path. And Father, let us be your tools to further your kingdom on earth. We praise you, we love you, and we give you all the glory for everything. We pray also for the peace of Jerusalem. Hashem Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Tov, Yair, thank you so very much for being part of today's program, and I'd like also to thank our viewers, and keep praying for the peace of Jerusalem and the salvation of Israel, as well as the salvation of our enemies uh, surrounding us, and uh, that uh, the name of the Lord will be proclaimed. Shalom, until next time. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.